Hey, little kaiju, what is with all the fight? Scary little kaiju, want to fight, fight, fight. Are, are you... You've had the Mean Kitty song stuck in your head, haven't you? Yeah. I fucking hate you. It's not my fault that I wanted to listen to some nostalgic YouTube music videos. I know, it's from 2007. Yeah. Well, go listen to the Mean Kitty song. It'll get stuck in your head for like a week. I'm possibly sure Sparta is still alive. I'm not sure. I was a little cat, so it's been 12 years, so I'd say so. Yeah, it should be. Fingers crossed. Um, we, found, we discovered this kaiju and we named him Sparta. <laughs> we named him Zetar. Uh, won that roll call. Eiji Tsuburaya, the man who created something from nothing. Godzilla, Ultraman. But when those who don't give his franchises enough credit, these podcasters will do it justice. For they are... Kaiju Sentai! Ultra Ranger! Lover of all things, Ultraman. Ultra Yellow Caster, gone. The other son of Goliath, Ultra Pinkcaster, late! Spreading the love on one of Japanese beloved franchises. Kaiju Sentai! Ultra Ranger! Shrek! Greetings, everybody, and welcome to Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger. Like Kaiju Sentai Dab Ranger. Oh! oh. You can't see his dab. Yeah. Uh, episode 98. Once again, this is the podcast where we talk about Ultraman's past, present, future, Godzilla, and all kaiju in between. I promise you, we will get to that kaiju in between stuff eventually. We have all the Mothra movies available, so we can watch Mothra anytime. And I am your host, Ultra Yellow Caster Gar. Yeah, I'm Lane. And he's Lane. The other son of Bilal. <laughs> the other son of Bilal. <laughs> uh, uh, I love that. It's hit and miss with me. I feel like we could have done so much better. Yeah. 50 episodes that opening's going to be on for. Aj Subaraya. Aj Oh my god! If we'll, I... we'll get, we'll have a good one after episode one hundred. We'll make a kick-ass new opening. You already have some ideas for it. It's they're pretty awesome. Oh yeah, I have some. Uh, I have them jotted down in the Google Google Drive. Hey, like so... he described to me what it was going to be like, and I was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> so I'm excited. Yeah. So uh, today we're talking about Ultraman and Ultraman Tiga episode twenty ones. And uh, we're not talking about Ultraman Tiger this week because uh, it's our fourth, once again, every four episodes, we talk about Denko Chojin Gridman. Yep. And we're talking about episodes 18 19 this episode. Oh, yeah. I watched the music video for uh, the SSS Gridman opening. Yeah. Like with Akana. It's, it's nice. It's, it's, kinda, it, it takes, it's literally the whole music video is just her after that part of the end of the show. Yeah. Like, it's just her, like, going to her day-to-day life, and she just, she looks sad the whole time. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> she, poor Akane. But, 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 like, like, you know, she, she works it out. Yeah. Like, she, she gains some new friends. It's a good song, though. It is a good song. I was, I was actually, I, I downloaded, like, the song I'm on my YouTube today, and I was just, like, listening to it, at, like, on my way to work, and I was like, yeah. I wish they made a season two. I wish they made at least, like, something. Like, I don't know. There's a crossover between the live action and the anime. That would have been great. Do, do a movie. Do an OVA. Or an OVA. OVA, man. Yeah. Just, just an OVA. Just, live action OVA. That'd be awesome. 
Oh, here's an idea. An OVA that takes place in between the show. There you go. Yeah. Just thinking about Gridman makes me want to have a figure arts. Like, make a figure arts of Gridman, please. Pretty close. Do it. That sounds so cool. Uh, I, I'd pose him in his grid beam. I'd pose him in, like, a fighting stance. That'd be cool. Yeah. Well, we got some news. Yeah, we got some news. Uh, first bit of news is that, so, the new iPhone 11... Is it new? I'm not... It's brand new. Alright, yeah. The brand new iPhone 11. Uh, it's got three cameras now. Really? Yeah, so, like, you can... T- it has three different cameras, so you can do three different kinds of photography. It has, like, a wide lens, and then, like, a narrow lens, and then, like, a different kind of lens. So you can take whatever fucking kind of picture you want. And it has, like, the best battery it's ever had. I saw a video recently on Facebook of this chubby kid demanding his mom to get him a new iPhone. And then she, and then he tossed it into the pool. He tossed, no, like his old iPhone into the pool. And then his mom was just like, nope, you're, you're keeping that now. Yeah, too bad. Yeah, you're the one that threw it into the pool. <laughs> Sucker. But yeah, uh, there are some kaiju cases, like some variations of them. So, yeah, it's interesting. Like we got, we got some pretty like, I'd probably say like the more well-known ones. So like we have Kaiju Busca, we have Pigmon. Uh, Bolton and uh, Zeton. Yeah. So. so three of them are from Ultraman. You know, Busca's just, you know, Busca. But he's been in Ultraman, so he kind of counts. Yeah, he's just made his appearance in uh, Ultraman with Ultraman Rube. Rube. Yeah. And then he was the host with Pega for, uh, uh, what, I think it was called New Generation Chronicle. I don't think I'd ever want to see, like, a monstrous version of Busca. I think that just be so heartbreaking. Okay, so you don't want to see what you looked like in the 60s. Oh god, well now I have to look that up. <laughs> it's the same outfit, just like, you know. And he just looks scarier? Not really, just with more dated, like, outfit. Okay. Let's see. Kaiju Busca. So yeah, uh, Pigmon's case is red. Bolton's is, like, what would you say that is? Like, navy? Dark blue? Uh, like the second one? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say like a navy blue. Yeah, navy blue. Uh, Busca's is orange, and Zeton's like a charcoal gray. He doesn't look that scary looking. Looks the same. Oh, it's him with Age of Superaya. Aww. The man who created something from nothing. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> oh, wait. Wait, the phone case is in the line coming forward. Okay, apparently Busca's is yellow, but that looks more orange me. Wow, they actually made a posable figure of fucking Busca. Mm. Comes with food. Uh, do you, like, do, do you know the origins of Kaiju Busca? No. Um, okay. Do you remember Ned's Newt? Yes. Imagine that. Oh, he's a kid's, like, imaginary like, pet? Yes. Thing? Oh, wow. He started out as a lizard. Oh, and then he got some, like, and then he, some magic food. Yeah, and then he transformed into Busca. God, Ned's Newt is great. Do you know what would have made Ned's new way better? Robin Williams. Yeah! I'm pretty sure that's what the guy was going for, too. I feel like that's what every... He's going for a genie. I think that's what everyone was going for in the 90s. Freaking, you got the new... You got Flabber from Beetleborgs. Well, at least the first season of Beetleborgs. Second season, he wasn't that... Funny. Flabbery. Here's your pizza. <laughs> Here's the pizza. You didn't order a pizza. I know, I did that is still my favorite scene from Beetleborgs. Oh, it's fucking hilarious. 
Uh, another funny one was like, um, it's like their plan was like, oh, we'll get into the bit, we'll get into the house by giving him a baby, which is actually a monster. And like they knock on the door, they run away. Mums opens the door. There's just a, there's just the baby like wrapped up in a blanket, you know, making like baby sound effects. What's mum's reaction? Nope. <laughs> Slams the door. Yeah. He's like, oh no, nope, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> Um, no, these cases look good. Yeah, it doesn't say how much they're going for, though. Um, like, those look like... That look like leather cases, almost. I don't think they are. I don't think so. Let's check the Super S Station. Maybe... Ooh, how much are they? Boop. Uh... Oh, here they are. So, the prices for them are 2,700 yen. So, probably with, like, pricing and, like, markup and stuff, it's probably, like, 40 bucks for a case. 40 bucks for a case? Yeah, it looks pretty sturdy, too. Yeah. And I like the inside of it, because it looks like it won't damage the back of your phone, because sometimes your cases that you have in your phone... Oh, yeah, they scratch up the back of your phone. But no, that looks like it's some sort of, like, velvet cover? Yeah. Or, like, it's like a carpet, that, like, some sort of carpet material. But yeah, uh, these cases are made by Unicase. That's cool. Alright. Alright, uh... But if phone cases aren't for you, we also have a leather wallet uh, to look like Godzilla's skin for his 65th anniversary. Whoa. Or, sorry, 64th anniversary. So what Godzilla is, he ba- is it based on? It's just based on, like... I, I guess the original? Yeah, like the original Godzilla. Okay. It's funny, recently I was I looked up a compilation of, like, all the Godzilla roars. Yeah. It was actually really cool fucking seeing that. And then Cell showed us, like, a history of, like, the ato- of his atomic breath. Yeah, I that, remember that. That was cool. Godzilla Earths is still, like, the scariest one. Or, you know what? Second scariest one. I think Shin Godzilla tops it. Fucking can shoot it. Just, bam, laser, and then through his tail. Uh, the wallet measures out approximately 150 millimeters by 250 millimeters by 23 millimeters. That's a decent size. So, so you can like fit all your cards, change, money, oh, like, yeah, whatever you want. This thing has a 12 card storage pocket. There you go. That's a yeah, lot. Yeah, all of my cards get wrecked because I have them all bunched together. Oh, you should. Pockets. Only one of my cards is broken, but I'm not gonna say like really dirty. But I'm not gonna say which one it is because it's the more important one. Uh, yeah, this wallet will go for 39,600 yen, and it'll be coming out in, or, no, pre-orders will be accepted until October 27th, 2019, uh, 11 o'clock Japanese Standard Time. Oh, fuck, that's like a $450 wallet. No, thanks, I choose life. <laughs> you can find a console with that one. Like, if you bought this wallet, you'd be pretty much affording a console. You could buy almost two... Switch lights with this for this wall. I notice uh, the imprint on it is uh, it's Godzilla's hand. It's his uh, it's his foot, I think. But I think that was the promotional image that they had for like when they first announced Shin Godzilla was happening. That was the promotional photo. Mm. It was just like his imprint. That's all we saw until like the actual trailer came out. And now, see when they come out with Shin Ultraman. Now the big question will happen. Who would win in a fight, Ultraman or Shin Godzilla? Nothing can beat Shin Godzilla. I mean, we... We did. We did, but... By sheer luck. Then he got 
fucking I, zombie Godzilla children. It was fucking disturbing. Yeah. They made a figure of that. They just made a figure of frozen Shin Godzilla, and then just at the very top of his tail, you can see the little, like, human Godzilla zombie things. That, that was the most terrifying thing I've ever seen. Oh, it's so scary. Go watch Shin Godzilla. It's good. Very good. <laughs> Sorry, I spoiled the ending of the movie. Oh, it's been, like... Three like, years. Yeah, two, three years. It's been two to three years. If you haven't seen it yet, what is wrong with you? Yeah. Oh, wait, you're probably one of those casual tokusatsu fanboys that just watched Super Sentai and Rider. I'm sad I get to go see it in theaters. Oh, trust me. Me going to see that in theater was a freaking hate. Like, was a struggle. <laughs> freaking try to get a ticket for this day. I have to work that day. Trying to figure out a way to go around it. It gets sold out. Get, um... Evan, uh, Paul, and, like, um, Danette, they were all gonna go see it, but it was sold out. I had a ticket for that day. They're like, oh, we'll pay you back. I'm like, no, just get me a ticket for the next day, because I'm off the next day. And they're like, okay. And that's how I was able to see it. There you go. That was first and long, damn it. Good job. But, yeah, uh, this wallet. It's nice, but... It's nice, but not worth it. Not, not, not 300, not $450 nice. no. But I'll take two hundred and sixteen dollars of that, because the Criterion Collection of Godzilla came uh, is still coming out, and they released a new trailer. It was a pretty awesome trailer. Oh, it was a so good trailer. That's good cover art too. That is a good cover art. But yeah, I just liked how the trailer had it made it feel like all these movies were just one giant movie. It was like the Showa-era version of Final Wars. I would buy this just for fucking Godzilla vs. Heather on Blu-ray. Well, it is out on... It's already out on Blu-ray, but... This is Criterion Blu-ray, where it's like... Damn. Crisp. <sighs> but yeah, uh, once again, this collection set contains all 15 Showa-era films. From Godzilla all the way to Terror of Mechagodzilla. $224 US, that's not bad, it's just considering you're getting 15 movies on Blu-ray. Oh yeah, I did the math. Uh, it's 216 for us, because it's currently on sale on uh, Amazon. So that comes to like $14 for every movie? Well, yeah, especially since like Blu-rays are usually like 30 bucks. Yeah, so like so you're... You're getting a pretty good deal. Especially when it's also including the American version of the original Godzilla movie. Yeah, and honestly... Sometimes if you go to the right place, you can find Blu-ray sets of, like, movies for, like, pretty good price. Like, the James Bond collection I bought, it's usually a $150 Blu-ray set I got for $80. The Batman Anthology, that's, like, $90. I got that for $30. I have a, a Superman Blu-ray set in which it's for, like, all the original movies. And Superman Returns. And Superman Returns because it's considered a sequel to Superman 2. But it's like, that thing's just jam-packed with stuff. Like, you got the theatrical cut, you got the Richard Donner, you got the director's cut. I want to watch the Richard Donner cut of the, the first two movies. Yep, yeah, you got the Richard Donner cut of Superman 2, the original Superman 2. It's like, it's jam-packed. And I think I got, I got for my birthday, I don't remember how much it was. But, like, I just asked my parents, I'm like, hey, if you just get me this for, for my birthday, because we were in Walmart at the mm -hmm. time. I'm like, if you get me this, done, best birthday present. There you go. Yeah. I got you Kong for your birthday last year, I think. Yeah, and then uh, Ichi got me Transformers the last night, because, heaven forbid, I'm actually going to spend money on that. Fucking lie. I was talking about that with a guy oh. at uh, EB Games today. He's like, 
He's like, huh, I wonder if they're going to make that new Transformers movie after Bumblebee. And I'm like, I do not even want to acknowledge the Michael Bay movies ever again. <laughs> oh, no, no. Hasbro straight up confirmed. We, we're never going back there. Everything after Bumblebee is set in this new universe. I could have fucking seen Wonder Woman in theaters, but no, I had to be like, well, I'll go see last night. It still be pretty cool. Two and a half hours of fucking nothing. Nothing happened in that movie. Nothing happened. Ugh. Everything that did happen could be told in 30 minutes. That's the sad part. Megatron got axed again, which always fucking breaks my heart to see Megatron get his ass kicked. He didn't even die. He just got kicked out. It's like, yeet! It's fucking Megatron. He shouldn't be going down like a punk. But that's why I hate fucking Dark of the Moon. It's my least favorite of the Michael Bay movies. I rewatched Dark of the Moon. Re- oh, I, I, I I've been watching a bunch of Transformers recently because uh, it was its thirty fifth anniversary uh, last Tuesday. Christ, fucking 30? my brother's one year older than Transformers. Thirty five years of Transformers. And what does Hasbro do? Oh, let's do a little like one minute video where it's nothing but a few G one scenes. One clip from Beast Wars, and then the rest is all from the new cartoon and the movies. Way to skip Armada. Way to skip over, like, ten years worth of your content, Hasbro. Motherfuckers. Like, and I made a huge post about that on Twitter, being like, like, you guys literally skipped everything from 2000 to, like, 2017, except for the movies. What's wrong with you? They just don't have the rights to those anymore or something? No, they they have the right. I think the only thing they want to have the rights to is 2001. Okay. 2001 R.I.D. Because I, I don't know who owns that. I think Saban owns it. Yeah, because it was an anime adaptation, technically. Well, Armada, Unicron, Cybertron were also adaptations. Which I got five episodes in the Energon, gave up, and started rewatching it with the Japanese dub. Because I'm like, I, I can't handle this. Yeah. That and... The American counterparts got the sloppier animation, where in Japan they actually had time to do the animation. <laughs> Red balloons, Japanese version, actual like slash attack. We're leaving, freaking photoshopped in like teleportation gone. It's like that's it. I'm watching Super Link. Anyways, yes, sorry to derail. Uh, Godzilla Showa era film set. It's coming out in the end of October. Why did this and freaking the Ultraman Blu-ray sets have to come out in the same month? I know. What's more important, Godzilla or Ultraman? Yes. Fair point. Uh, to, okay, to be fair, this would be a better option. Because, you, know, you know, this is like film history. I, I know, but it's Ultraman on Blu-ray. And you can already get these movies on Blu-ray. Not all of them. I know, not all of them. But, but, but like, a good chunk. You know how hard it is to get all these movies together in one batch? That's true. Especially the Japanese version of King Kong versus Godzilla? Yeah, but the best but the best part about this is Gar this isn't going away. So you can get this whenever you can. Yeah. So I- I'm hoping if this does sell well we do get a Heisei box set. Yeah. And if you have to make Heisei and the Millennium into one box set, I don't mind. As long as we got like every single film like in like in consist like in chronological order, I wouldn't mind that. I'd be like, great, now I have all of Godzilla in one condensed set. Still excited to see what fucking Toho's gonna do after uh, Godzilla versus King Kong's done. Well they like they said, they're gonna do some sort of universe thing. Yeah, shared universe thing. And like I said, this isn't the end of the monsterverse. 
It's just, all right, the main rights go back to Toho after Godzilla vs. Kong. And if they want to make another one, Toho will let them as long as they have a good pitch. Yeah. So it's like, all right, here's our idea. And it's like, okay, go ahead. I love that. See, why can't we have this kind of, like, friendly bonding, like, with other companies? Like, Sony Marvel? Well, that's the thing. They Fuck were, you guys. They, that's a whole money thing. Where this I is, know. This is a... Passionate thing. Yeah, passionate thing. We want to make a good Godzilla movie, Japan. They're like, all right, let's see what you got. And they were impressed with 2014. That's why they let us make another one. Yep. It's like, hey, can we use more of your monsters? Ah, yeah, sure. Well, forget I read up. Your Godzilla's too fat. We'll make ours more scary. <laughs> yeah, Toho's just like, that's cute. Hold my beer. Here's Shin Godzilla. Oh. Here's Godzilla Earth. Here's the tallest Godzilla to date. Mm. Oh, Godzilla Earth still in my top three things. What? I have a vinyl. I know you do. I hate you for it. I want to get. The, I want to get the monster arts. Monster but arts Bluefin cool. has fucking original Mecha Godzilla for like fifty five bucks. And I'm like, mm. that's not bad. <laughs> I want it. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Into another big news story. Uh, this is just like blowing up. Everyone's fucking hyped as shit for this. Oh yeah. So a new trailer came out for Ultra Galaxy Fight New Generation Heroes. Pretty dope. And I'm sorry to say this. Why is an why is an hour production feel like a better thing than Comrade Zio was? Zio was a year long anniversary thing, and it kind of flopped. And then you just have an hour thing that has so much effort into it. Because Super Eye is fucking awesome. They're just good at doing shit like this. Like, they, they do crossovers right. They do anniversary things right. But yeah, a new trailer came out in which uh, we finally got a full ensemble cast for who will be in it. So we got, we got Ginga, Victory, X, Orb, Gene, Rosso Blue fucking Grigio is gonna be in yeah, it yeah so it is confirmed that uh well not confirmed but like uh the only actual confirmation we had for her name was the vinyl figure but yeah ultra woman Grigio we got Zero we got Taro some guy named Dark Killer who looks fucking awesome apparently he was a stage show villain so now he's finally getting like a, a proper introduction into the into the series and then we got G Darkness X Darkness and then we got an Ultraman that's actually like being really impactful in this thing. Oh, yeah. So, at the end of the trailer, it was kind of like one of those things where it's like, a new challenger approaches, and, yeah, turns out Ultraman Reboot, or... The Re Malaysian Ultraman. Yeah, Reboot, will be showing up for his first physical appearance in television, at least, for uh, Ultraman. That's awesome. The Malaysian Ultraman. Yeah, just, everyone's just losing their shit, being like... Who's this guy? And I'm like, oh yeah, this is gonna be cool. Yeah. And like, oh my god, look at the figures. They're so good. Those aren't figures. Those are the suits. Oh okay. Yeah. Um. There's also confirmation of, uh, Orb Darkness being in this as well. Not Orb Dark. Yeah. Like, not Orb Dark, but Orb Darkness. <laughs> uh, Garl put up the picture, but he showed me like a poster someone made for oh. like, an Orb Dark like show or movie. And it just shows him with, like, all of Orb's, like, forms. So there was, like, an Orb Dark Thunderbreaster. And, like, I sh Gar showed me this, and I just... Oh, my God, I want it to be real so badly. <laughs> Orb Dark is so fucking... This is the best. Yeah. 
Oh. But, but yeah, just uh, once again, this uh, thing is being written or being directed by uh, Koichi Sakamoto. Which he has not let us down for Ultraman stuff. Oh no, especially since, you know, turns out he's doing this because it's been 10 years since he started doing like Ultraman. Well, yeah, because he did the Zero movie. Yeah, he did the Zero and movie. The choreography in the Zero movie was. I can't remember if he did all of Curator. Did he do all He did a pretty good chunk of it. And then he did the first four episodes of X-Aid. He directed the first four episodes. Did he do X-Aid? Yeah. Oh. Or he did, not the first four episodes, he did episodes three and four. Okay. That's why three and four felt like the, the choreography felt just so good. And then after that, he got yeah. shit. <laughs> but, uh, he also did um, the Ginga S movie, apparently. Oh. Well, uh, the Ginga, you know what? The Ginga S movie was pretty good. Curator versus Ghostbusters. Yep. He did Curator Brave. Um, He's done a lot. Yeah. The show's also, uh, the miniseries is also being written by Jinichiro. Jinichiro Ashiki. Yeah, who did Ultraman, Ginga, and Orb. Oh, so, okay, so it's in good hands. Yeah, it's in good. (laughs) It was written by Orb. Thank God. And Ginga. Um, fuck it. (laughs) The show, the Ultraman, or me? Yes. But yeah, um, oh, that's a cool poster. Yeah, we also got the voice cast. So like every actor's coming back, um, except for Taro's. Taro's actor is once again being played by Hiroya uh, Ishimaru. Um, and reboots being voiced by Watsuru Komada. Komada. Which I looked him up. Hasn't really done anything. Oh, and Voyager seeing Ultra Spiral. That's you know the fucking the two guys from the oh uh, Chiaki and um, Takaru. Yeah, and Takaru. Uh, yeah, those people that we gave shit on, and then we found out they were the fucking singers of the theme song for X. Yeah. Ah, uh, like there's there's um there's rebuke with uh, Taro. Yeah, and then there's just Dark Killer. Oh, freaking. These shots. Man. I can't wait to see what fucking review can do. Apparently, uh, someone pointed out that the way that he fights is actually authentic to like his background. Like, remember how he's from Malaysia? Mm-hmm. He's fighting in like some sort of like native Malaysian like uh, choreography. Cool. But yeah. Neat. So, what better way to do more review than to actually release his full appearance in? Uh, Ipen, Upen Ipen. So on YouTube right now, you can see the entire episode where Rebute actually shows up. Is it subbed? Maybe? Oh, I feel like we need to talk about it. Oh, we should definitely talk about it. I'd be down. And, yeah. Also, October is getting close, and when October rolls around, I'm going to be watching all of the Ultraman anime. So I look forward to doing that. Yeah. Uh, I'll probably get an announcement for season two soon. When's coming out? Uh, we know it's coming out next year. Okay, probably probably the same time as it did last year, April. Yeah. Yeah, April, probably April twenty. Like we know, season two is happening probably like next year. Ultraman Jack, baby. Oh, bring we, him on! Give me the New York arc. Ah! Give me Avengers, except without the Avengers, just with Ultraman. Yeah, just to have the fucking circling shot. Oh, <laughs> that'd be amazing. I would. I would That's gonna be a way. thumbnail we're gonna use sometime. We're just gonna have like the Avengers circle shot, and it'll just be fucking like Ultraman, Ultra Seven, Jack, Taro, Ace, and Jack. Smash. Shra. Yeah, shra. <laughs> I think you should do some smashing along the way. 
but yeah, just but yeah, once again, uh, reboot or st- re reboot. Rebute. Well, it, his name says Rabbit. yeah. <laughs> Rabbit. 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 Uh, yeah. Um, there's actually a bit written up on him. Uh, apparently, his human host is Terasawa, and he's a member of Galaxy Rescue Force, an organization that protects Earthlings from disasters from outer space. Using his G Flash bracelets, Terasawa transforms into the protector of space life forms. Ultraman Rebute. Or Rebute, like as in like reboot. <laughs> and uh oh yeah there was a few other things about the uh, special for starters it's getting a dub like it'll be simul on youtube there will be japanese audio with english subtitles oh yeah and there will be an english dub all right well we so, gotta track down the japanese audio one well both of them will be region for, like both of them will be exclusive like all rounds is you know Choose your poison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and then they also announced G Darkness and X Darkness will be getting vinyls, and Rebute will also be getting a vinyl vinyl figure. Because he's hope, he's never gotten one. Hope he gets a figure. That'd be cool. I feel like if you'll get if he gains enough popularity from this, he'll get a figure. Calling it now, Tommy Nations event later, like next month. People will buy him. I, I, I bet people in Malaysia will go fucking nuts. Oh yeah, by the way, his debut episode? Animated. Like, yeah. he's never been like a physical, realistic Ultraman. He's just been an animated character. Yeah, but it, now in the movie, he's going to be... Like, there have been actual suits of him, but now it's like, you know, that's only been for like stage shows or like giant anniversary Promotions sets. Yeah. You know, like the 50th anniversary, he was there in like the crowd. But here it's like, He's finally getting to actually do something. That's why I'm still amazed we got, like, a suit of the SSSS Gridman. Gridman? That was amazing. Yeah, when when did he come out? Like, Review? I have no idea. I feel like... Probably a couple years ago, I'd say. Yeah, I want to say... Or recently, maybe? I at least want to say this decade. I, I, I feel like to say in the last, like, few years. Yeah, I want to say, like, five years best, tops. Well, at least after Orb. Or before Orb. Mm-hmm. Probably before X. Yeah, and we have our last news story, which actually... We were talking about Shin Godzilla, and, uh, yeah, there's more talks about Shin Ultraman. In which, uh, we have a... We have, like, a good chunk of the cast, I think. Ah! Oh, I'm no. sorry! Yeah. Oh, no. Fucking wiki advertisements oh yeah i, I hate those i hate them too but yeah um so some of the cast members includes uh akira oh. ha- hayama hayami oh oh reboot so rebuto that's like the japanese romanization oh. form it means storm uh in english like the malaysian word for storm yeah yeah because so, one of our fans told us that yeah it's so ultraman storm that's Name of the movie. Yeah, it doesn't say where he's like, like what year? Yeah. I, I, again, I at least want to say like in this decade, 2015, 2014. Yeah. But yeah, um, but yeah, so we have Akira Hayami, uh, Tetsuji Tanaka, Koji Yamamoto, uh, Kishi Naga, Nagasuka, uh, 
Kyusaku Shimada, Toru Matsuka, Hajime Yamazaki, Ryol Iwamatsu, and Soko Wada. And we also have a singer, Daiki Aiko. Aiko? 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 Arika? Arika? I don't know. I don't know. But he has actually been in a tokusatsu thing before, in which I looked him up, and it said Gao Ranger, and I'm like, Gao Ranger? When was he in Gao Ranger? And it says Futaro, and I'm like, okay, it's probably a one-off character. He was Animus's counterpart in Gao Ranger. Oh, he also did the song for... Uh, huh? What? Oh, never mind. Union. Oh, no. I think, the, yeah, I think of the band Union. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, oh, he did the... Um, but apparently he comes from the same agency that uh, Daigo comes from, from Tiga. And, uh, yeah, Koji Yamamoto, I looked him up and it was like, Kamen Rider 01. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Who is he in 01? Is he the vice president? I'm thinking he's, he was the vice president. I was wrong. Um, but he's Aruto's dad in the flashbacks. Oh. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Like, any anyone else that I recognize? Hajime, uh, Hajime Yamazaki, he was a Tachibana in Forze. Cool. Or not Tachibana... Like Virgo. He was yeah. like the human actor for Virgo. Yeah, he was the human actor for Virgo. Spoilers for Forza that came out eight years ago. Spoiler. Anyways. Uh, yeah, that's just the big the big three actors I know of. Uh, for this. Excuse me. Uh, I can't wait to see what Shin Ultraman's going to be. I just want to see what, what else is there. And yeah, there's also three other people that are still a part of this when they first announced it. Um, that's pretty much it for news. Oh, yeah. Alright, let's talk about Ultraman. Woo! Episode 21, Break Through the Smoke. Smoke. And our kaiju of the episode is the poison gas monster, Kenular. Smoke. You smoking yet? Are you smoking yet? So this is an interesting episode. It was like... It's... It's like a poisonous fog that's just like kind of fucking everyone over in this like area. And it like... Gar made a notice that apparently it's like kind of the same like park that they went to in the last episode. Close. Uh, I, I did, I double checked. Kind of had the same spelling, but not the same, but not the same park. Oh, okay. But I feel like it is the same park, and it's just they're using, like, well, we're here for, like, two days, so we might as well film another episode. <laughs> yeah, so this was, like, kind of Fuji had, like, the main go on this mission. Because, like, I don't know, like, all the guys were, like, too fucking eager, but they were like, oh, like... Women and children couldn't do this. Oh, and th- Fuji's like, yeah, well, fuck you. I'll go do it then. Cap's like, all right, go for it. Yeah, I looked into it. And it's like, so the guys are all like, you know, the way that this is being described, you know, 
Rocks changing colors, trees changing colors, freaking fish and birds are dying. Sounds like a fairy tale. Yeah, it starts with, like, this kid, like, just walking around minding his business, and then Speaking dead birds everywhere, and he starts picking them up, and I'm like, dude, you know how much disease are in those things? Maybe that's why we don't see that kid again. He's died from bird, <laughs> just, bird disease. Yeah, he just died from the bird disease. Like, he's he's learning English as well, so it's like, yeah, like it's on like, the way, he's just, you are a girl. You are a girl. Hi, uh, like, like, he's, like, I'm on he's, fire. Pro- he's pronouncing everything, yeah. like, so thick. Well, because, like, like, to us, what, what French is, is in second language to us, English is Japanese to them. Yeah. So. But, yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, so it's like, oh, no, what do we do? It's like, Fuji's like, well, I'll go in. I'll go see what's up. <laughs> so then she goes off in the VTOL, and here at this point, like, I'm watching with Gar, and I'm just like, I'm like... It sucks that like Hoshino like didn't go with her on this. Five seconds Five later. Five seconds later, just there's a fucking blanket, and underneath the blanket, there's Hoshino, and I was like, "Go fuck yourself, show." I was kidding. I was like, "Jesus Christ!" So yeah, Hoshino's going, and like he's going. Well, why, why did you need to sneak on? But you're a part of the group so, now. Big sister, it's Fuji. You. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, don't, don't and make so, me like, turn this shit. she just goes along with it, because, like, whatever, and so, like, they're working together, and so they go down, they try to, like, find out what the fuck's going on. Obviously, they get, get in deep shit. They just find jack shit, because, it's like, just... But then, but then, yeah, freaking, uh, Camular shows his face, and, like, Whoa. he just, he croaks. Because yeah. they, apparently in the wiki, they didn't have, like, a specification for what his roar was, but, like, it's a frog! He's, like, a, he has, like, a toad croak. And he's like really weird. Like he's another like four legged kaiju who you know he only walks on his two front legs and then like he's on his knees. He drags the others. There, I swear to God, there's been three other four legged kaiju's, quadruped kaiju's that we've seen. Uh, Gama Kajira. Gama Kajira. I'm pretty uh, sure. There was another one. The guy before freaking Jira. Like the electric one as well. Oh the, yeah, the, the guy from third episode. Yeah, the one, the one with the frill that like you know that like ate electricity. Yeah, yeah uh, he was on his knees as well, and then he could go bipedal. That was his thing. Yeah, that was the creepy thing. Um, but yeah, and like he has like a tail laser, and then he can shoot poisonous gas out, and like it just like I don't think it makes you die. It just it's bad for you. Like yeah, it, it's poisonous. It is poisonous because like fuck, it's so stupid. So like they go on there, they use their helmets, or whatever, like that, which like. As Captain stated a few episodes ago, oh, they can survive in space with them. But again, I think I think that no, was no, just a joke no. he made. They can survive radiation. Yeah, radiation. And then I think he just made the joke of like, oh yeah, we can survive in space too. But then like later on, so like yeah, Hoshino and Fuji crash, and like Fuji gets injured. Hoshino doesn't know what the fuck to do. So then like Cap's like he gets in contact with uh, Cap, and Cap's just like, all right, here's what you do. You like set the ship to auto, be told to autopilot, and it'll get you out of there. So, like, he manages to do that, and they're proud of him for it. And then they decide, okay, we'll go in. Because, like... Yeah, it's like, uh, might as well see what's going on. We're like, not getting any contact. You know, Hyatt is, like, co-piloting the VTOL. I'm like, don't, don't do that. Oh, great, now we're going to crash. Yeah. And, like, I'm almost tempted to start, like, a Hyatt to crash counter for Ultraman. Because, like, every time he steps into a VTOL, he crashes it. It's going to crash. And what happens? He crashes it. Fucking lives. No, but the best part was... 
He like as he's crashing, he falls out of the fucking VTOL, and then that's oh, yeah. how he transforms oh, into oh, Ultraman. Oh yeah, later on when he's in VTOL by by himself. Yeah, he's just crashing. Oh fuck! Because <laughs> he goes Ultraman. Um, and they yeah. and they think he's dead. Oh yeah, the whole time they think he's dead. Which that's fair. Yeah. Just like if he didn't have the beta capsule, he would have died. Oh, he would have died several times over by now. Yeah. I mean, technically Hayata is dead. I mean, the second episode, freaking Hayata jumped off the building to grab the beta capsule. Hayata <laughs> side, just a mannequin. No, and the funny thing is, is like. He, he's like dropping downwards towards the ground so he used the bay capsule and then it shows the shot of like Ultraman growing but it would have been so funny if he just grew and just fucking launched himself into the ground that would have been so funny oh so like pull like a Spider-Man thing where like he's falling to the ground he shoots his web but right as he shoots it he lands on the ground just his webbing just yeah. my back oh my back um and then like <laughs> so then later like and, like, when they're exploring the mountain themselves, so like, we get a nice shot of, like, the four, like, Ide, Arashi, the Hyatt Sun Cap. They're, like, on the mountain climbing. It was a really cool shot because it was all, like, misty and stuff. Uh, but they're wearing, like, these, like, metal, like, face masks that, like, supposedly protect them from the gas, but, like, not... Enough? Enough. Because, like, eventually, if, get, if enough gas gets hits an area, like, it does get more potent and yeah. then, like, more deadly. So... That's understandable. So, like, yeah, they, they get over, they get everyone back. And then we get the weirdest thing, because you got to remember, is a scientist. Like, he actually does, like, invent shit. So, we cut to, like, them back at the science patrol bit headquarters, and they're in the lab, and Hoshino is just, like, with Ide. But is like, wearing, like, glasses, and he's got, like, a lab coat on, and I'm just like... He looks what like the a, fuck? He looks like a completely different person. He does. And, like, we see him, like, messing with, like, formulas and, like, flasks and beakers. Like, trying to make an antidote for the poison. Yeah. And so then that's when I just thought of the thumbnail for this episode where it's just it's just going to be Doc Brown and Marty from Back to the Future. It's weird. I had a weird dream featuring Rick and Morty last night. Huh. Really weird. We don't talk about Rick and Morty. Yeah. Fucking fandom. Ruin that show for me. So yeah, so he develops a thing, and then like Camular is still just like kind of stomping around, and then we get this like funny shot where like he finds a truck, steps on the truck, and somehow it like it explodes. But like the fire like spreads into the building beside it, and it was just like we had to watch it again just to see how it worked. But like it was like sixties practical effects. So like, but speaking of sixties practical effects. So, the Japanese Defense Force gets into this while Ide's trying to fix up a, an antidote for the poison. Yeah. You see a bunch of tanks and you see Gamakajir, not Gamakajir, Kamular freaking walking towards the, like, towards the tanks. I had to double check. You weren't wrong. I, I'm, I wasn't wrong. I shit you not. There was some guy's hand like, turning the, the head of the tank... And lifting the barrel. Yeah. You see the guy's fingers and then lift it up. And it's like, did I, no one know that? We're... I, I feel like they did, but they couldn't have a take that would have worked. Like, are so we seriously like, on a time crunch this badly? Maybe. Or maybe they just, like, sometimes, like, you don't notice. And then other times it's like, oh, it, it's too quick yeah. to notice. But yeah, but that's the thing. It's like, this is the HD remaster. 
You're gonna see everything. You're gonna see everything. Like you can see where everything's like. Like when in. they would host, you know, and Fuji could walk out of the VTOL, like, you could totally tell it's there. Oh yeah. Totally. Yeah, how the VTOLs just. It, for those that don't understand, it is just like took a picture, cut it, cut it, put it on the frame. That's it. Yeah, but then you saw like a hole in the picture. You see a hole in the picture. Was who was being lazy that day when having to remaster this episode? You know how much they do with remasters? They remove every single freaking tear that's in the film digitally. It's like, oh, there's a freaking mark there now. Like, there's a dirt mark there. We'll clean it up. There we are. It's done. There you go. Was no one like, oh, hang on, let me fix that. Just bam. So obviously the army, they do nothing. Because the army never does anything. Hayato even mentions it. He's like, bombs and napalms are... Gonna do shit. He's not gonna do anything. And like Ayata does attempt to like napalm him, which seeing him do it, that was cool. Like it looked cool to see the bombs go like <laughs> And it's it just pisses him off. Like it doesn't do anything, it just pisses him off. And so then like yeah, Hyda crashes and as he's falling out he transforms an Ultraman and then he just like immediately just fucking Ugh. So like he attempts his spacium ray on him, but like that's not doing anything. <laughs> The bullets are just going straight through. <laughs> um, so like he's trying to fight and like, you know, he hits him with the poisonous gas and like, you know, he gets affected by it too. Um and just Uh Ide creates a new weapon now. Fuck the Mars 133. No, this is the mad this is the mad bazooka. It's so bad. Mad bazooka, yeah. It's just we only got one shot. So, what do you mean we only got one shot? Either, why didn't you make more? Yeah, so, like, Hoshino finds out that, like, uh, Camular has, like, a weakness on his back. So, like, it, it's, it's like, an obvious fucking weakness, too. A, like, I'm looking at it. It looks like a pimple to me. Yeah, it's like, it's like a, it's, I think it's like, it's like where he stores his energy for, like, the electricity, po- Probably the poisonous bag. Well, yeah, like, it's a sack, probably. And yeah. so, like, yeah, so they, like, they shoot the sack, and then, like, Ultraman, like, I forgot how he defeats him. He doesn't. Oh, yeah, he doesn't. Uh, Ultraman finds out what the Science Patrol is doing, so he basically lifts them up so that they can get a clear shot. Oh, yeah, back. and then they just... They, they force them back into the, the, the mountain that he came out of, and I'm just... I'm sitting there, just seeing him back up, back into the mountain, I'm just like, you better fucking explode when you get into that mountain. Bam, explodes. Yeah. He's gone. He's dead. He's fucking dead. He, he legit fell in. Yeah. He probably fell on his back, and that's what caused him to explode. Ah. <laughs> um yeah so then it just like ends like uh like they go so they go to visit fuji in the hospital and like they're all in their suits so like kaf arashi and uh ide and so like before they go in kaf's just like all right we just tell fuji haita went to go do a talk with someone in french the france hq paris yeah paris hq we're not gonna say that he's, he's dead he's dead they go in haita's already there He's just like, oh, hey, guys, sorry I didn't tell you I was alive. <laughs> Ide is kind of shocked. Not him being alive. Just the fact that he's already in the, in his suit. Yeah, and then, but like, I'm like, you already guys have your suits underneath them. So. Um, and then Fuji goes, I'm surprised you guys didn't come together. And, like, and like so, like, they shower with gifts or whatever like that. Because, like, honestly, Fuji's a greedy bitch. Kinda. She she's an attention whore. She is. She she's an attention whore. She's super like, not that I'm saying like it's a bad thing, but like she does like kind of 
women's rights a lot, but like I get it, it was the sixties. Women were kind of like what, how, underwhelmed back then. How, how do we write her? Um, uh, a woman's woman. Woman for the people. Yeah, it's just woman. Alright. I'm pretty sure that's how they described someone in Ultra Seven, like the female character. It was like it's like she's the woman. <laughs> Pretty much. We don't know what her age is. Yeah, yeah, we, don't. Gee, we don't know what her age is. She's just a woman. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's not polite to ask what her age is. Yeah, the actual like, narrator says that. I'm like, but, but the but this is an organization. They should know how old she is. But I get it. it makes sense. But, Women. It's rude to ask a woman her age. But but here's the weirdest thing to happen this episode. Weirdest thing of all. The episode ends. With an iris shot closing, like, the closing oh, of an you know, iris. It's like, it's, like how, it's like how, like, in, like, 70s sitcoms used to end, where they, like, have, like, a, ha, 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 Yeah, but it just, you could have just ended it the same way you always do, just fade, fade it to black. black. Yeah, but... What's with the iris shot? I don't know. I think they're just, I think they try to be comedic with their endings. <laughs> it was weird. But, like, overall, this was a pretty good episode. Like, you know, everyone everyone got to do something, especially Fuji and Hoshino, so good for them. They were, like, the first on the scene. Two so. episodes in a row where Fuji actually has a purpose. She did shit. Good for her. Yeah. Um, Camular, he was okay. Uh, he, he had range for attacks, which is, like, good. He didn't just have, like, a poisonous gas attack. He also had, like, electricity attack from his tail, so yeah. that was cool. Also, he was very durable. Very like, durable. Like, he, had, he had, like, these, like, armor flaps. And according to the Ultra Wiki, those flaps ended up becoming uh, Zeton's back. Oh. Yeah. You know, it's the 60s. It's gotta be cheap with this. So it's like, majority of the suits had to be redone for, like, more monsters. Yeah. But no, I, I enjoyed this. So I'm looking forward to what episode's next. But yeah, we're almost, we're almost fucking... Almost done Ultraman. Yeah. So it won't be done until, like, next year. Yeah. But still, we'll be done, like, a good third of the show by the end of this, by the end of uh, our run of 2018 or 2019 sorry yeah. Ooh, that's not 2018 it's 2019 <laughs> yeah, um let's how about we talk about the last episode of Tiga that you can find on the 4Kids dub okay Episode 21, that's where Devin comes in. Devon. Ah, it's called Devin. Uh, I, I call him Kevin. Devon! Devon! Ah! <laughs> it's just like top and half, I think it was called. One and a half cop or something. So, so after a good two-parter involving an alien invasion, we get this. Yeah, so this was an interesting episode because it was like... About, like, this, like, traveling, like, troupe of, like, actors and, like, performers. Like, a performing troupe. Yeah. And they, like, stumbled upon this alien named Devin. And so, at first, like, when they first met him, they thought he was, like, a guy in a costume. Which, when I first saw him, when we first saw him, he was, like, dressed up. I thought it was a dude in a costume. But then as soon as, like, we cut to a scene of them, like, eating, I could tell, no, that's a fucking, that's an actual monster. Like, that's an alien. Um, they, and, they never referred to him as an alien this episode. 
But that's it's just monsters. It's assumed that he is an alien, but then again, how many monster, how many monsters in Ultraman are native to Earth? That's true. So like, he could just be a monster on Earth. Yeah. Oh, uh, then we also get another kaiju, the Demon Enomira. So like, I'm pretty sure it was a female. It, it's it's clear that um so later on there's this one shot character named tanjo and he he explains that like these two are very similar like they could possibly be of the same race Mm -hmm. they're definitely like yin and yang yeah it's like good it's like dark guy and light guy from sonic unleash yeah because i know miro what she does she sends out like this kind of like i think it was a gas right so yeah when we watch the episodes and then i go back and watch the episodes again to do notes so that I fully understand, like that's what that way we understand what's actually happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so she can control electromagnetic waves wherever she's from, and she sends out like the the waves to people to rot their brains. Oh, okay. To make them like go berserk. Yeah. So make them more primitive. Yeah, and like it does show, like they go fucking apes. They're hitting each other. Or trashing cars, throwing shit around. Shinjo had to beat one with a rifle. Fuck. Like, yeah, he pulls out his rifle, starts shooting her. And then it's like, like some guy comes up to him, starts fighting him. He freaking beats him with the freaking rifle. Yeah, fuck. And then the creepiest thing is, like, Anomira just does, like, this fucking grin. This evil fucking smile. And she does it, like, a lot. And you can tell they just, like, stretched out her mouth to make her do it. But still... It's creepy. It's like, like think of it as when the Grinch smiled in like the original movie. That's what that looks like. You know, you want know vibes? It was giving me. Hmm? It was giving me Beast Wars Megatron vibes. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, David K is fucking demon in Yes. Um. Yeah, and then like she also had like this kind of like blue fireball attack where it just be like. Oh yeah, with her like third eye thing. Yeah. I think she was supposed to have like five, like four eyes. Yeah. But, like, only two of them were lit up. Maybe it was, like, markings or something. Something like that. I don't know. Her design was really good. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, she was really good. Um. So, and, yeah. So and like, she didn't say anything. No, she never said anything. She never didn't have to. She laughed, I think, though. Yeah. Sure well, like, really... <laughs> like, that was the one thing that the Guts Patrol freaking feared about her. That she could send out these waves, take over the entire world, without even lifting a finger. Yeah, no. Like, even, even Tiga had, like, a fucking tr- bit of trouble with them. With her, but um, and then we have like Devin, which is uh, he has the ability to like pretty much reverse anything she does, yeah. And that's why whenever she shows up, Devin is in like the same area, yeah. And then like she notices that Devin's like a pain in her ass, so it's like, it's like, no, I gotta fucking get rid of you. <laughs> um, and then obviously, there's like this uh, like TPC scientist who wants to like fucking research on Devin, like, yeah, Tanja. Yeah, and like they're like, no, fuck you, you don't get, you don't get to use them. And like, there's even a scene later where, like, at the end, where like he supposedly like Devin's like dies, yeah. and he's like, oh, cool, I'll take his body then, and we'll research him. And they're just like, fuck you, no, no. Like, like if I was writing it, I would definitely had the performers call Tanjo, like the biological researcher, a, a monster. Yeah, but like you're the monster. Yeah, it's like, like what kind? He's of... not the monster, Gaston. You are. <laughs> Oh, don't worry, 80s. You'll work yourself to death. Ah! Work yourself to death! Ah! 
Oh, it kills me. But, yeah, it's like, um, the fight with Tiga was definitely a good fight. Hey, he seemed like he was gonna fucking die there, almost. Because, like, he even, he, he even went power type, and almost that wasn't fucking enough. I like sounds like a, a more, uh, no, Anomera? Anomera? Anomera. Yeah, Anomera. Yeah, uh, she, like, tried to attack Devon again, but then, like, Tiga grabbed the light ball and, like, tossed it back at her. <laughs> I choose you! And, and it's amazing, too, that as soon as Tiga, like, came onto the scene, like, Enomira did not hesitate in fucking attacking him. Didn't even go, like, oh, what the fuck's that? It just went, no, you're an enemy, I gotta fucking destroy you. You're in my way. So, like, this, 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 this fucking person was scary, because, like, she just, she knew what she was doing. We don't really get an origin. No. It's just... It's there. It, it's there. Gotta stop I it. I feel like she was there to hunt Devin down. Probably. Because whenever she showed up, De- Devin was in the same area. Yeah. And it's like, oh, no, no, Devin. <laughs> and then, like, we had a nice moment with, like, Shinjo and, uh, Daigo, where, like, Shinjo's just like, Daigo, if, like, if I, if I take, if I get, go berserk, you shoot me. And if you go berserk, I'll shoot you. Daigo's like, you got it. And, and- then I, I was like, I said to Amelia Gar, I'm like, I wonder if that's in the dub. <laughs> yeah, because like, like I said uh, one week before the bumper for this episode, this is sadly the last episode of the Tiga dub that's online that you can find. And uh, someone actually took the Tiga Blu-ray rips and like spliced up the dubbed episodes that we have. That's so it's like cool. Blu-ray quality rips yeah. with the English dub. That's great. So it's like uh, Shinjo and Daigo are talking to each other being like, Instead of shooting, they just, they it's the same dialogue, but replace the word shoot with slap. Yes, yeah, so it's like if you go berserk, slap me, slap me. If I go berserk, uh, like if you go berserk, I'll slap you. Nothing was funnier than the freaking alien saying that humans are more collectible as Pokemon. What the fuck? Was even the same dub company? It wasn't. No way. No, no way. <laughs> Oh. Fucking sister and everything. She's just sister. Daigo, you can swim, right? I have, to, I have to go now. Hope you can swim. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> oh my god. Wait, um, and you're... just like yeah, so like honestly, this episode was like pretty pretty good, just because like a lot was at stake. Because like they were fighting an enemy that just almost seemed impossible to destroy. Because it's like it was so intelligent, so sentient, like. It knew what it was doing. Like I said, it didn't talk. That was, that's what made it creepier. Mm. Nothing's creepier than, like... I just had this, like, Garo put it up, just the picture of her fucking smiling. It's fucking creepy. And she, like, again, she did it, like, four fucking times. <laughs> You're a mean one, Emora. You're you grim, you scared. electromagnetic waves. You're after little death because he's a pain in your ass and a <laughs> You you fire out electromagnetic waves and make people go bizarre. You know what? That's that's the title of the episode. You're mean one, Enomira. <laughs> You're mean one, Enomira. <laughs> you, you know, I gotta put music notes as well. But it's like... <sighs> Go watch Jim Carrey's Grinch. It's good. 
It's actually probably in like my top th- five favorite movies from the year 2000. Yeah, I'll definitely it's... add music notes to that. There so, you go. so people understand you have to sing it. Yeah. To, to, for it to make sense. Exactly. Oh, yeah, uh, De- Devin's alive. De- Devin is, so yeah. He's a performer, so, like, so, so he's... Yeah, so, like, Daigo gets, like, a letter from them, like, in a postcard with, like, a picture of them, and you see, like, Devin in the window of the van, and he's like, yeah, he's alive. And then they also charged him the bill for, like, the repairs on their van, and which I heard in the dub, like, at the end, Daigo's like, what? Oh, man! Like, the, the, see... They never refer to the letter in the dub. It just cuts from the picture, you know, like, the circus performance hasn't been the same. It's been better! Because, <laughs> you know, like, it has Japanese writing on the paper, so, like, they cut it because it's like, oh, we can't. Yeah, and then they name him Koyagi. Okay. Which I'm like, just call him Devin! Yeah, Koyagi. He's on the run now. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they dressed him as, like, a, he's like a mailman. A mail monster. It was fucking adorable. And he, like, trips for <laughs> But yeah, no, De- Devin was cute. He is adorable. So I, I like that. Like, we have Enomira, which is, like, she's evil and super creepy looking. And then we have Devin, who's, like, this cute little good-hearted cute little monster. Oh, yeah, and he has the he has the reverse ability of Enomira, where, like, he saw everyone rioting. He go outside. He used his energy to, like... Um, make people, yeah. Yeah, to make people... So they're people the yin-yang. Yeah. So, like... Anything Devin can do, and Amira can counter it. Anything Amira does, Devin can counter it. Anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you. No, you can't. <laughs> yes, I can. Yes, I can. <laughs> yes, I can. Light, light bullet. Yeah, so this is good. I'm looking forward to seeing what the next episode is. Yeah, but how about we rewind for like another four years and go back to Gridman? Okay. Episode 18, The Legend of Dragons. So, no, 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 just Legend of Dragon. That's what I said, Legend of Dragon. Um, so yeah, this was an interesting episode. This so is... about like a, a mummy. It's a weird episode than the old... Like, I prefer the Ultraman episode with, the, with that mummy. Yeah. That one was a bit interesting. Yeah. Because it was like, oh shit, it's not actually dead. No. Where, like, this one, like, it was weird because, like, Takashi made it, like, oh, I'm going to make it so that whatever the kaiju does, the mummy copies them. So, like, anything violent the kaiju's doing, the mummy will also be violent. So, it was fucking weird. Okay. So, like, the whole the whole time was, like, there's a mummy that was discovered, and it's, like, it had, it's, like, a backstory about, like, a princess and, like, you know... She didn't get to, he didn't get to see her, so then, like, he, like, got himself killed or something. He was poisoned by the higher-ups because yeah. and they, then, like, the they, they feared him that he had too much power. Yeah, and then, Because like, he could, he could tame dragons, apparently. Apparently, yeah. There's big on dragons, even though there weren't any dragons in this. Well, except for there was the debut of the, the dragon cannon, which I immediately responded with, where the fuck was that in SSSS Gridman? And I told Lane if there was a second season of Gridman, it would probably be there. And it would have been a power for like Grid Knight, like for Anti. That would have been awesome. Yeah, because like we saw like what was it, Thunder Gridman? Yeah. 
So, like, just have him have the Drago power-up. No, I get to see the Dragon Cannon have him being, like, a fucking, like, a shoulder cannon. Ooh, that's just like... Nice. No, no, he could digitize his arm into the Oh, cannon. yeah, like fucking Ryuki. Yeah, it's... Yeah. It's Drago Vinland. <laughs> Drago on Cannon! Yeah, there you go. Ugh. Um... But, so, yeah, so then, uh, so Ipe and Naoto, they, they definitely want to go, because, like, you know, who doesn't want to go see a mummy? I've seen a mummy, because they had a I've mummy seen... at, uh, at the ROM, like, years ago, and, like, I got to see a mummy in, like, real life, and I was, I was so yeah, see, It's, they're weird to look at, to think, that, that was a person. I almost had a chance, because. Thousands of years ago. I almost had a chance to go see King Tut in person. Ooh. And, like, I meant to go with my mom, but then I totally forgot about it. And then the exhibit was gone. And I was like, fuck! Like, because I used to be really interested in ancient Egypt as a kid. And, like, King Tut always fascinated me. Because, like, he was the youngest ruler. He, like, died when he was, like, 13. Yeah. Yeah, because he was a selfish little shit. <laughs> apparently. Um, but it's funny, though. He lived for, like, many years. He was just a midget. <laughs> oh, no. He didn't die when he was 13. He just, like, he was appointed as pharaoh when he was, like, 13. And died when he was, like, 18. Yeah. Because he had, like, stomach problems. But, like, apparently, according to, like, history books, he was, like, a fucking selfish asshole. He was a piece of shit, Pharaoh. Um, but, yeah, so then uh, Naoto's, I think it was, like, I, Naoto's sister. No, it was Ipe's oh, sister. Ipe's sister, yeah. Naoto's brother, yeah. Yeah, yeah Naoto has Daichi, Ipe has Kana. Yuka's the only child. Yuka has the older college brother. Oh, yeah, the older college brother. Who we never see. Who likes cucumbers. We saw him in, like, the best episode so far involving the microwave. Oh, yeah, and he had, like, he was, like, trapped on the ladder or something like that? No, no, that was the Thief episode. That was the, oh, the Phantom Thief episode. Yeah, that was funny. Um, that was the last time we saw him. Yeah, that was the last time we saw him. We never see him again. Nope. Um, so then, like, uh, Kana just, like, rats him out going, oh, well, they skipped school. And, like... What? No, and what's funny is, this is an asshole thing where, like, they asked the father to go take them. And he's like, oh, no, I'm sorry, I'm gonna be busy golfing with a client. My co-worker's gonna take you guys. And it's like, you piece of shit! Nah, fair point. You're taking, you're, 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 you're putting work over your family. That's asshole thing to do. I mean, to be fair, his last client was freaking Hayata from Ultraman. That's, yeah. The runaway car. That's amazing. It's so weird seeing old Hayata. No, what's weird is seeing Hayata in Kamen Rider. He was a character in Kamen Rider Black. And I'm like, it's fucking high attack. I gotta, you gotta find, show me a clip of that. Oh, I will show, I have a screenshot of it, because I was blown away by it. That's awesome. And then, yeah, he fucking showed up in the Zero movie. So he's like, yeah, I'm, 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 I lost my power, so I'm taking this form. And it's like, yeah, it's high attack. Um, so, uh, so it's just Daichi, Kana, and Yuka. So they yeah. all go. And then, like, Naruto's studying... But he's just Air like reading. He's like reading comic books. Um, he's talking to Ipe like on the phone. Hey, want to go see a movie? And so like every time, every time his mom walks in, he just like he's just like, oh, studying, totally Stu studying. I'm definitely studying. And just like the acceptor goes off and he shuts. I'm studying. Oh wait. Oh look, and also that's the thing I noticed. He was wearing a short sleeve shirt. Had had the thing on. On he had the, he had it on, which other episodes he didn't. Yeah. Oh. They're so make up your fucking mind, Subaraya. Does he keep it on always or not? I don't know. I don't know. Max says, <laughs> um, and then like later on, his mom comes in with a snack, and he's like, "Yep, oh, still studying." Still suck. 
So, yeah, so they go in, and, like, Yuka's, like, being Yuka, just, like, talking about, like, mummies and, like, stuff, mm-hmm. and kind of just like, wow, for girl, you know a lot, and she's like, shut up. Well, she was also like that with her brother. She's like, you know a lot about dragons. I'm like, what year did this come out? 1993? Yeah, Dragon Ball was huge. Yeah. Um, huge. <laughs> yeah. No, and that, that's, that was, yeah, that was the funny thing. It's like, yeah, you know a lot about dragons. Like, oh, if only you knew much about school. And I was just like, shut up. Does, like, not a whole lot happens. Just Takashi awakens it because it's like, oh, you want to get revenge. And it's like, revenge on what? Everyone who was around 5,000 years ago is dead. Yeah. and But, like, they are attacking, like, getting attacked by the mummy. And it's, like, really funny because, like, the mom is watching, like, a soap opera on TV. And then cuts to, like, the news, like, reporting on the mummy, like, live with the camera. And she just, like, almost chokes on her food. She's like, that's it. Your, your brother. Your brother's a ninja. And you got their, their ninja. He's like, oh, fuck, okay. So, yeah, he runs down. He goes to Junk or whatever like that. Becomes Grid Man. And, like, I've kind of noticed in the past recent episodes, Grid Man gets his ass kicked a lot. Yeah, I feel like without his weapons, he's kind of useless. That's under Grid Man. Like, even God Xenon's not doing anything anymore. Well, it's because he got destroyed. Yeah. Oh, so he's, like, gone? He's gone, gone. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, because, you know what? Ife made a mention of that. He's like, fuck, that's... Xenon's gone. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, he's actually gone? Like, a gone gone? Shit, that sucks. I hope he comes back, because what the fuck? Well, I mean, we saw him in SSS's Gridman, so... That that might have been a really cool thing, like, if you watched Gridman first, and then we watched SSS's Gridman, and we were like, oh, God, Xenon! Which I... Forget, I may do that. I may, after we finish Gridman, just go back quickly, watch all of SSS Gridman, just... SSSS Gridman. Gridman. S times 4 Gridman. There you go. 4S Gridman. 4S Gridman. And Grid Anime. The Grid Gridman Anime. Grid Anime. Yeah, he gets a new weapon, the Dragon Cannon. Which I, like, I saw and I was like, that's kind of fucking out of nowhere. Yeah, it's like, okay. Okay. But there's a plus and a con to it. There's a plus that's like, oh, cool, he has a new weapon. The con part is that that's not how he defeats the monster. It's just, I shoot fire at it, tosses it away, and then... Then he uses the grid beam. And then, yeah, he uses his grid beam, but it's it's not even the same episode. It's stock footage. It's stock footage of him using the grid because beam. You can clearly tell that when he's using his grid beam, it's, night, it's a night it's shot. It's from the first episode. Yeah. So it's like... Why didn't you just have him defeat him with the dragon cannon? All you need to do is just show flame effects all around, surrounding him and he blows up. Yeah, just... Ah, ah, oh, fire. Fire hot. And Professor also, like, we got another mechanized version of this kaiju, but, like, I like mecha kaijus, but this one was ugly. Yeah, this... It, it didn't, like, the only cool thing is like, he had, like, a cybernetic eye and that was it. Yeah, it's a Mecha Bagheera. Yeah, like, eh, like, he wasn't the best looking. No. Which Um, they did again, freaking, oh, let's just use a suit that we already have and make a freaking mechanized version. I hope we get some new ones soon. Same. This is 39 episodes. Are we just going to mechanize everything over and over again? Well, at least in episode 19, they did something different, which I liked. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, let's might as well talk about episode 19 right now. Episode 19, sexy police officer SOS. So, 
This was the more interesting one of the two because it was about like this supermodel who's like no, on a sexy model. Well, yeah, she's a sexy supermodel like on a on like a graver uh, or graver of your um, like magazine called Punch Boy, by the way. It's called Punch Boy, <laughs> and she decided to become a police police officer. Okay. So and but we get some shit later where apparently. She lied about her age to get in. That's one. And if she find if people find out that she has like sex, she's a sexy model. She'll get fired because that's not loud. Because you can't do shit like that. It's like it ruins it ruins like the image of the police, right? Good point. So like she's trying so hard not to be recognized because like in in her picture or whatever, like she has like shorter hair. No, no, she has longer hair. Oh yeah, she has longer hair. It's just you know she's more revealed. Yeah. Um. And so, like, she's being mentored by, like, this policewoman who then, like, has a thing for, like, I, I just call him Bite Cop. Yeah, Kogan, Kogan Mura? I wish we could fucking have a shorter name for him. Koga. Okay, we'll, Officer Koga. Yeah, we'll just call him Koga. Yeah, so Officer Koga, so he, like, meets the, 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 the police officer and she, like... Reiko. Uh, yeah, Reiko. Immediately has a boner for her. Yeah, it's like, oh, this job just got better. And, but then, like, the mentor police officer woman has, like, a thing for him. Yeah, yeah. But he's, like, obviously repulsed by her. Yeah, Yabushita. In which I could understand why. Do they look, they look so related. Yeah, they look like brother and sister. Or, like, cousins. Like Milhouse's parents. That was weird. That's weird. Why is it that Milhouse's parents look so identical but they're not supposed to be the same person. What do you say, Lorraine? Will you marry me again? I don't know. Well, I tried. <laughs> um, I sleep in a race car bed. What do you sleep in? I sleep in a bed with my wife. Oh. Oh. <laughs> like, just... Uh, so, like... And then, the weirdest thing for this episode, and, like, this was all Takashi's fault. So, he's walking... And, like, then we get, like, a camera perspective, like, his point of view. He's staring right at her ass. And, yeah, like, yeah, the Rick camera, like, zooms in on her ass from, like, his perspective. Then you see him, like, lowering down, squatting down, trying to look up her skirt. And I'm like, dude! Not cool! And then, like, he, like, trips and, like, because, like, she, like, bumps into him. And he, like, falls, and then, like, like the mentor officer, like, fucking f- catches him and is like, what the fuck do you think you're doing, kid? Get the fuck out of here. And, like, Tux is just like, you bitch. You know, you know, it's weird, because we had an episode with, like, Takashi fucking around with the police already. I wouldn't expect him to be fucking around with them again. And, but, like, he was being a real pervert, like. God like, damn. How the character. Yeah, well, eh, you know what? Sometimes people like that, they do have, like, secret sex fetishes but, and stuff. It's really weird. To quote Robin Williams, God gave man a, a brain and a penis, but not enough blood to run both at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> you either think with your brain or you think with your dick. <laughs> That's the unfortunate thing about men. Um, so, yeah, so then we find out, like, like uh, Reiko's trying to, like, not be found out that she's like a model because she actually wants to be a police officer and try to help people so then she like tries to get like a like her hair done but then like 
uh, mentor ladies. It's like, like yeah, yeah. That oh, you think you're prettier than I am? Yeah, Yabushita. Yeah, Yabushita. And which, yeah, she goes to the salon, but like Takashi, you know. So apparently Takashi had memos in his book that he was carrying that the police confiscated from him. Mm-hmm. And it also includes information about Khan Digifier. Oh. So we gotta kind of get that back or we're fucked. Yeah. So what does Takashi do? Oh, I overheard them at the salon. I'll burn the, I'll burn the parlor alive so that no one can read the memo. Yeah, so he sends a kaiju into like the hair dryer and like that they're like sitting in and like causes it to like heat up a lot so that like pretty much like their heads fucking burn. Which the long the time they were in those machines like roasting, their hair should have been fucking burnt right off. Oh, yeah. And like this isn't the first time we've seen this monster either. It's a flame lara from Remember that episode with the fire and ice monster? Yeah. Yeah, that oh, monster. Yeah, Flame Lord. But then I like that they did an interesting twist. So later, like, he, he's not mechanized. It's just they, like, he upgrades them. He gives them, like, enhancements. So yeah. He gives them, like, armor. And, like, what's the interesting, I like this. When you see Flame Lord, like, regular Flame Lord at first, he, like, shoots fire and it's regular fire. But when he's enhanced Flame Lord, you actually see, like, the fire's different. So I kind of like that attention to detail that it's like oh he's enhanced so he has enhanced fire so like that was really cool and he looks really good he looks better like i like the chest like the chest kind of looked like it looked like it looked like, a, like an iron man chest yeah like a, like like a tight like arc reactor. reactor yeah so like that, that was really cool um but yeah and so then like she like they all get their hair done and like the like uh, naoto's mom go gets gets her hair done and like like she has it like all curly and stuff and like it looks ruined and like the father's just like laughing at her because it's like ha, 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 your hair looks bad she's like fuck you yeah, you look like shit <laughs> you look like shit um but then like the now it's like the boys and yuka run into run into her at one point and like they're just like they're gaga for her as well because wow i mean she is a pretty looking mm-hmm. woman and like yuka's just like mm. okay She's like, oh, guess boys like short hair now. And I'm just thinking, three years later, Raina. Yeah. Don't get me started on Raina. But it just like, Con Digifier is just like, oh, we'll burn the salon alive so that no one gets the memos. Takashi, of all people, who has already committed genocide. Not genocide, not but gen- he's, he's caused the deaths and injuries of many people. Who's like, but won't that like, hurt and kill people and i'm like you fucking you already did that you changed the time around so the planes are off schedule trains crash like you kill you hurt people you probably killed more people already like you probably have more death counts than mr glass did like this is this is why i think takashi's out of the character with this yeah and then like hajajimaru has to like convince him no everyone must burn so he like shoots like something into him to like hypnotize him Ma- that was the closest thing I could. From think what of. I understand, Takashi's been under his control since the second episode or first episode. Yeah. So like he's not thinking right. So maybe it's like he has to keep hitting him so that he like. I, I think what it is more is like Contigifier. It's not as he's controlling him. He's making him like because like he has negative emotions, right? Like you know he has like those angry bursts, but like Contigifier like amplifies them. So he's like. He's kind of like edging him on, being like, He's an like "Oh, wasn't yeah? You just told me about this like shitty thing that happened to you today. 
Don't you want to do something about that? He's the he's the voice in the back of your head. Yeah, he's he's the he's the devil on his shoulder. Which is funny because last episode we had Kronk in the thumbnail. So like, I feel like if Gridman got to him, Gridman would be like the angel on his shoulder. Hey, where's the other guy? This is unbelievable. Come on, you bastards! I'm late for work. Supposed to drink. Oh, 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 that's great. great. I'm sorry, but Heaven Devil, I will always just picture Kronks. Oh, they're the best. Yeah, freaking the devil does the handstand. Just look at that. How's this? No, no wait. I, yeah, he has a point. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, Gridman goes to fight uh, Flamelar and, like, again, getting his ass kicked. But Gridman still looks good. Just, Make a figure arts, please. Gridman looks good. Just kind of sucks at it. Kind of sucks right now. Kind of sucks yeah, at it. Yeah, God Xenon, he'd be fine. Because at least, at least God Zeno can be like a distraction. Yeah, he... He's, he's, he's the distraction at best. He could turn into Thunder Gridman at least, you know. But then, like... So then, like, they used the Dragon Cannon, but then, like, this time they, like, they, they modified it to, like, give him give it missiles. The Dyna Fighter. So he, like, doesn't even, he doesn't even shoot the fire from it. He, like... Well, no, he does, but, like, he shoots missiles. At yeah, it like, shoots missiles in it. And then it's like... Ooh. Alright, that's it. Time to use the grid beam again. And same shot. Same shot. <laughs> like, fuck. Fuck. Can't do anything better? No. Is this how cheap of a budget we're on? I mean, yeah. Maybe that's why they've been doing, like, just mechanized versions of monsters. Because it's like, we don't really have the budget. It's just... I don't know. This is kind of bugging me a bit. But yeah, just freaking... They defeat freaking Mecha Flamelar. And, like, he restores the freaking salon back to normal. I'm surprised none of the women had, like, their fucking heads roasted. Just Koga finds out about, her, about Reiko being a model. And doesn't really say anything about it. Yeah. Oh, and, the, and all the paperwork of Takashi's accidentally slipped into the garbage. Yep. So hooray! This episode's kind of been pointless. Yeah, it's still. Fun. We got, we still got a cool monster out of it. We did. Um, that's it. I, I just find it weird that like this, of every other episode's like, oh, what about school and such? I'm like, the show's airing in the middle of the summer. Why are we focusing on school? Yeah. Every other Tokusatsu show that I know goes along whenever it's released. Mm-hmm. How many Christmas episodes of Common Rider have we seen? I mean, X-Age has the best Christmas episode ever. Oh, yeah. Merry Christmas. One of our best characters dies. Hey, we got fucking Popple Bell, Poppy Bells. Poppy Bells? Yeah. yeah. Jingle Bells with Poppy. No, 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 nothing's better than Alpha's Magical Christmas. Do you want to die? <laughs> no, seriously. I've never been more pissed off at something in my life. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time Alpha and Zordon kidnapped kids. According to Gar, the Turtles Christmas special is even worse than that. Oh, I don't know how. It is. I can't wait. I can't wait. Oh, three more months. Three more months. I can't wait. So nine's in three more months. Can't wait. Oh shit, yeah, it is. Yeah, I'm waiting for tickets to go on sale. I'll be buying yours and mine. It'll be the first Star Wars movie, isn't first Star Wars movie in like three years that I haven't worked. Right? Unless I do get another I job. I'll be buying your ticket for you anyways, like, free of charge, so yeah. whatever. Anyways, 
saying a good episode of Ultraman, cute episode of Tiga, a meh episode of Gridman, and... A questionable episode of Gridman. Yeah. I mean, they really brought up the fucking sexy in that one. Jesus Christ. Like, I saw the title and I'm like, what am I going in, getting into? Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, so this was episode 98. You're a mean one. And a mirror. <laughs> You know, um, you know what, if I actually have the time, I will make a parody song. There you go. Because I think the Grinch song's royalty-free. Maybe? I think. Maybe? I hope I so. I feel like Jim Carrey did the fucking song in his movie. Did Jim Carrey actually do the he song? Was the, he was the voice for that the song in that movie. Oh, wow. Yeah. I need to rewatch the Bandit Cumberbatch version. That was good. That was a good one. I just can't remember how it actually ends. Screaming Goat. Alright, <laughs> fucking screaming go! I was so happy. I watched. I saw that joke, and I'm, then they did it a second time. And I'm like, I better get my third one. Jokes coming threes, and then it just adds. Ah! And I was like, eh. I love screaming goats. They're funny. But yes, this has been Ultra Ranger episode ninety eight. Schwa for now, everyone. Schwa for now. <laughs> Hey everyone, thank you for listening to this episode of Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger. We appreciate your dedication to listening. If you have an opinion on the news or shows we talked about, leave a comment down below. Hashtag comments for Lane. If you want to check us out on other social media pages, you can check out our Twitter pages. As always, you can follow me at twitter.com slash You can follow me at twitter.com slash lane double underscore. For other pages, you can find my blog, Gar's Toku Blogs, on facebook.com. And while you're on Facebook, why not give Radio Sentai Cast Ranger a follow? For older episodes of our shows, you can find them at castranger.podbean.com. And we also have some merch, such as t-shirts and bags, available at tpublic.com. That's all for this exciting episode of Kaiju Sentai Ultra Ranger. Until next time, schwa for now! now.